Hi everyone, it's Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief for Electrical Wholesale and Electrical Marketing, here today with our Associate Editor, Ellie Coggins-Angus. We're both, it's kind of nice today, we are both in the same office instead of doing the remote officing, so we're going to try to do a couple of podcasts today and get our recording in. We're all masked up and we'll try to speak very clearly for you, enunciate, and see if we can talk a little bit about some of the issues that we've been putting together over the past month or two. So. Uh, first one we'd like to talk with you about is a cover story that Ellie wrote for our October issue where she got into some disaster recovery tips. Uh, the United States saw more natural disasters in 2020 than any other year in recent memory. We had more hurricanes than usual along the Gulf Coast, a terrible forest fire season in California, Colorado, and the Pacific Northwest, and a derecho in Iowa that left much of the state without power for days. For her October cover story, Ellie spoke with distributors and reps from around the country who had recently managed their companies through some of these natural disasters. She spoke with some folks on the Gulf Coast who had to have, been, have to have been ready for hurricanes every year. But she also spoke with some other industry execs in Iowa who, when they, who experienced that uh, derecho, which had winds of over 100 miles an hour, a weather event they'd never really seen before. So, Ellie, when you were talking with these folks from around the country, they had a wide range of experiences with natural disasters. But what experiences in their preparation or how they dealt with the uh, natural disasters did they have in common? Well, I, first off, I loved the opportunity to get to talk to so many people. I mean, I talked to people, as you said, from Iowa, yeah. uh, over on the yeah. West Coast, um, down in that Gulf Coast, um, Southern area where the hurricanes were hitting. Um, and it was really cool. I think what they all had in common um, was just the resiliency and the planning they put into things. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the biggest things is just, you know, having your stuff stocked. Like the derecho was definitely more of a once in a lifetime sort of freak weather yeah. disaster. But mm -hmm. when it comes to like hurricane season, that one happens all the time. I know I talked to um, Johnny Winfrey from Elliott Electric mm -hmm. Supply mm -hmm. um, and he manages, I believe, 17 different branches across that um, yeah. across that area yeah. down on the Gulf Coast. So he is definitely a veteran when it comes to hurricanes. And mm -hmm. for him, they plan for at least one weather disaster, one hurricane each year. Mm -hmm. So they make sure they have plenty of stock. That might mean ordering things from different manufacturers, planning two, three, four days ahead of time, because what you really don't want to do is be is be behind when it comes to this. Mm -hmm. um, that is definitely a big one. Bill Devereaux definitely reiterated that. Like mm -hmm. planning is just essential, like regardless of whether it's expected or not. So when when you can ex when you know that you might be entering a season, mm -hmm. just stock up a little bit more. Um, keep your options open. Communicate. Check on your employees. Mm -hmm. That is a big one across the board because. I believe every single one of these organizations, they experienced some level of um, damage to their own facilities, whether that was just power out, actual, you know, they had to get things fixed and replaced. Um, a lot of individual employees saw damages to their homes, like at Van Meter, for example, um, talked to Laura McBride there, um, and she said many of their um, employee, um, employee owners, I believe is what they refer to themselves, um, they, a lot of them had damage of their own. And, they really came together to help support each other and people across the electrical electrical community did as well um, so i would say regardless of where you are in the country um, planning teamwork checking in on each other um, checking in on your employees those were those were the big ones i saw across the board i, I was interesting as i was looking at the, the folks that you talk with uh, many of them seemed like they lived and worked in small towns or very often rural communities you, you mentioned down in uh, Texas said, Johnny Winfrey, how many branches had he managed? And I'm assuming many of them along the Gulf Coast were small. Um, how do you think this, they shaped their experiences that it was all, for the most part, very small towns, not major cities? Yeah. Um, I think I think the one that was probably most 
um, relevant to that question is probably the experience across Iowa. Um, talk to um, talk to uh, Bill Devereaux from RB and like you know he himself had damages and like I think he said that in that area hit like almost 97% of people lost power immediately. I mean, and if you if you check out this story online or in print, um, you're, you can see we pulled some pictures from you know the national databases of, of actually what happened. Like a lot of farmers were directly affected by the direct show. Um, so it, it just, I think the biggest thing about it is it was universal. Like, you know, it doesn't, you might be in the middle of the country and I, I've lived in the Midwest almost my whole life. And I've always considered the Midwest one of these like almost safer areas when it comes to natural disasters and it's not. And I think it's just, the, the community really has to support one another. And, you know, being in the, you know, electrical distribution and being a rep, like you can really do a lot of good. Like a lot of these people like really reached out to their community work together to help. So I think that was a biggie. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you, you know, you did a great job for the article pulling together. I think you had 10 separate tips, that were, which will be great reminders uh, for, for folks if they want to prepare themselves for, you know, if, if for disasters coming up in their own uh, communities. And as Ellie mentioned, we, they, they, that's, they are, the article is online. We also have uh, adwweb.com. You can go into the digital issue and uh, go, go down for October 2020, and you can see the, uh, the issue and the photos that she had mentioned. You know, as, we, as we're kind of wrapping up our discussion here, did any of the tips that you heard, you know, from each of the person who they kind of really emphasizes? I mean, they were all very important, and, and again, you did a great job of putting together the about the ten tips there. But uh, anything stand out? It was like doubly important that gosh, it seemed like gosh, everyone's talking about this one or two or or three things. Um, I think I think the one that stood out to me the most was actually like tip number one. That mm -hmm. one was just absorb the shock. I think. You know, I personally haven't really experienced a natural disaster, but I can imagine, you know, your facilities hit hard, um, your neighbors, your family, people you know, whether that's in the business or just, you know, in your community are, are suffering or they were hit by this. And um, I think it's really easy to just be like, okay, we got to get out there. We got to move. We got to do this. Um, but first, I think it's just it's important to recognize the, you know, the emotional toll that that might have on you, might have on friends, family, coworkers. Um, so just being willing to, you know, take a little bit of time and recognize like it's okay that this is hard and this is tough to deal with. I think even if we look at the pandemic, like we all recognize we've all kind of been hit a bit more emotionally or um, mentally than than we expected perhaps. Um, I also think the other one that was just reiterated and I think is going to be doubly important whether there's a natural disaster or you know as we continue along the pandemic quarantine lifestyle is just have an emergency backup plan um so talk to kelly boyd at um electro rep out in the california nevada area and he said that they were hit you know a couple years ago they had something happen i believe with wildfires and they and they weren't totally prepared and so that definitely um, let them know they needed an emergency backup plan and so when the wildfires hit this year and the pandemic hit this year um, they were much more prepared to be able to go remote, get the work done, get their facilities up and running. Um, and I just, I loved this quote from him, um, from Kelly, that he, he did tell me he believes that an office might be overrated in times of natural disaster. And I think that it, likely with the pandemic and natural disasters and whatever else is going to get thrown at us, he is probably right. So um, be prepared for potential remote work and be prepared to not only help your customers, but also help yourselves. Great. Well, that wraps it up real nice, Ellie. That was, it was a great article. That's why I was reading it again this morning before we were chatting. I was like, wow, we really kind of nailed it. I, I, congratulations on putting it together, which Thank I you. hope will be a very interesting and uh, helpful article for electrical wholesaling readers.